Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mornings with Ron. Here we are in uh, 2021, having survived 2020. And as we all know, 2020 was certainly a year like no other. And I think with all that we had to deal with last year, it caused us to look a little inward and try to figure out who we are as a person, how we fit into the world as a people, and you know what our lives were going to be like going forward as we try to adjust our life path to this new reality that the world has become. And many people were dealing with uh, isolation and being alone and not being able to go out with friends and do all the things that we normally do. And I think for a lot of this, that caused us to focus on our self-awareness, to try to find things to do um, to improve our lives and kind of do things that were out of the norm or outside of our comfort zone just to make our new life reality something that was bearable for all of us. For me personally, you know, I stepped outside my comfort zone a little bit. I've never been a big person who's exercised a lot. And so I got on a four day a week exercise routine that I pretty much stuck to every morning. And I followed up that with, you know, about 15 or 20 minutes of meditation. What that did was allow me to, you know, really dig deep inside and figure out all of the things that were going on in not only my life, but those things that were around me to try to figure out how do I deal with what's going on in the world. And it's not always easy. You know, I I try to be upbeat and positive all the time, and I try to keep other people uplifted. But we all have our bad days and we all have our bad moments. And it's just what we learn from those moments that keep us going to figure out how we're going to navigate our, our life path going forward. I finished and published my book last year, and that was certainly a big accomplishment. So as we do all this stuff, is it easy? Uh, No, because it seems that every time you turn around, there's something that tries to push you off your course and something that tries to keep you from achieving your goals. And it's how we react to those and move forward that you know determine really how successful we're going to be in the long run. Then when you add all the happenings of the outside world, you know, we have division in our country. We have division in our families. We have a a loss of unity and a disillusion of just a sense of compassion and love, you know, that just makes it a little harder to navigate because we have to pull within ourselves to try to, to fill the void where those things are missing in other people. So as I continue this series uh, from my book, this week on the podcast, I wanted to focus on messages that answer these four questions, really. One is, do we need anyone else's approval? The second one is, do we need to let our past dictate our future? Three is, how do we climb that wall we put between us uh, and life? And then the fourth question is, is fear holding us back? And then I'm going to finish that up with a a message about owning our lives. So let's start today with we are the only approving authority of ourselves. How much of life do we spend trying to be someone we're not or trying to please everyone but ourselves? Rather than celebrate the unique individual we are and all that we deserve, we find ourselves trying to live up to everyone else's standards day after day. Our life becomes so mired in trying to make sure we have everyone else's approval that we fail to realize that we really don't need it if we truly believe in who we are and our worth. 
There is no commandment that says that we must mold our lives to make everyone else happy. Usually, when we make what others think of us the basis for our self-worth, we set ourselves up for major disappointment. And this usually happens because many people need others to feel inferior for them to be able to feel better about their own lives, which may not be so great. Wasting our days trying to prove our worth to others is often an exercise in futility. We become so engrossed with seeking the validation of others that we often forget to live our life for ourselves. Nowhere is this more evident than on social media. People judge themselves by the amount of likes on their pictures, the number of followers they have on Instagram, or the number of people who have subscribed to their page. This is something that we are likely all guilty of at some point. We go through our days seeking approval. We want it at home. We need it at our jobs. We look for it in our extracurricular activities. and We try to find it where we can as a validation of who we are. It is only when we realize that all we need is the satisfaction that we have done our best and made every attempt to be the best we can by our own standards that we start to alleviate some of the pressure that we place on ourselves. Our first responsibility is to ourselves and our well-being. If we're not in a good place or position, then it is rare that we would have the strength necessary to take on others. When we have placed ourselves in the position where we feel the strongest, it is only then that we realize that we don't have to prove anything to anyone other than ourselves, and that gives us the life that most of us desire. As we go through life, you know, we do carry around the things from our past. We can choose to use them as learnings to make our life better, or we can choose to carry them around as baggage that keeps us from being able to move forward. And so this next message I titled, Carry the Bags or Leave Them at Home. We all aspire to be the best that we can be. Some people work hard to achieve it, while others sit back and expect it to just magically come their way. For both, the desire is there, but the willpower to make it happen lies within us at varying degrees. One thing we all have in common is that the only way to truly fly is to give up the things that keep us from achieving our best life. Throughout our lives, we encounter immeasurable trials and tribulations as we navigate our life path. How we deal with those trials and tribulations ultimately determines where the path will lead us next. If we see failures as learning tools and stepping stones, the next trail might be brighter. We find ourselves in an endless loop if we keep repeating the same mistakes. Holding on to the baggage that weighs us down only keeps us from realizing our potential. Anyone who says they always learn from their mistakes is probably not being completely honest. Those mistakes can rear their heads in ways we never even imagined. And when they do, there is often no better beating than the beating that we give ourselves. The problem is, when we spend time being hard on ourselves, we add to the weights we bear rather than letting them go and finding our true self. Letting go of the past is difficult, and facing an unknown future can often be scary. When we face that future without all our baggage, the chance that we're going to find our way down a better life path gets that much easier. Imagine walking a mile carrying five suitcases and walking a mile with none. Leaving those suitcases at home is our best chance to truly learn to fly. I think one of the greatest pressures that we place on ourselves is the pressure to be perfect. And even though we try to be perfect, what we don't realize is that we don't need to be. Sometimes half of perfect is perfect to someone else. And so as long as we're giving our all, 
then I think that's really about all that we can ask of ourselves. And so this next message I titled, Why Perfection? Many of us with type A personalities will tell you that striving to be perfect in everything we do is exhausting. We see it in our personal lives, our work lives, and even in our interactions with our social circles. When we fail to achieve perfection, we immediately feel a sense of failure because we have not achieved the level we desired. But does anyone really care how perfect we are? Part of the issue with perfection is there is no one definition. What may be perfect to one person may be subpar to another and vice versa. We often put unneeded stress on ourselves trying to achieve what others may not perceive to be perfect in the first place. Why is it that we rely on the opinion of others to validate whether we've reached our goal of perfection when our own satisfaction with what we've accomplished is enough? Unfortunately, many of us spend a good portion of our lives trying to please everyone else. We determine our value by the feedback from those around us. If it isn't good enough for them, then it can't possibly be good enough for us. What we sometimes fail to realize is that the acknowledgement of perfection is often withheld by others simply because they haven't realized their own perfection. I recently read a book called More Beautiful Than Before by Steve Letter. In it, he talks about Canadian Arthur Marshall McLuhan, who often repeated the aphorism, We don't know who discovered the water, but it wasn't the fish. Leader goes on to explain what he meant. We are so close to our own lives, so immersed in our own reality, that we actually have the least perspective on it. And such is the case with perfection. While striving for perfection may be hard, isn't it rather simple? If we've given our all and done our best, haven't we achieved perfection? My guess is the flaws we see in our work and ourselves are rarely seen by others. Why then punish ourselves for flaws that don't matter? As we try to navigate our life path, we, you know, we often have this wall in front of us and we can't seem to get past that wall. It, it just stops us in everything that we do. And we don't always find out what's on the other side until we start to break those bricks down one by one. And this next message I had titled, um, what's on the other side of your wall? Do you ever feel like your life is a little out of balance and there's something just on the other side of the wall that you can't quite get to that will bring everything back together? In your mind, you're sorting through what is out of whack, but the stress of trying to figure it out is often the very thing that keeps that balance from coming to fruition. 90% of life is good. There seems to be that last major hurdle that stands between an incomplete life and a complete one. The normal course of life is ebb and flow. We make mistakes along the way, hopefully learn from them, and move on. Each of those moments becomes a stepping stone to fitting together the puzzle pieces of our life plan. We often repeat past mistakes and fail to learn the lesson that life is trying to teach us, and it takes additional tries to finally overcome what seems to be holding us back. We can reach the point where we believe we finally have it figured out, and life deals us one more blow that we must face. It can be related to our trial or something totally different. Many of us have things in our lives that help shape the people we have become. Some are good, some are bad, some had such a profound impact that we find ourselves dealing with them throughout life. Some things are dealt to us when we least expect it, and we find ourselves facing a new challenge that we might have never imagined. It is at those moments that we garner the strength that we need to make it through. The reality is that we do make it through, 
We discover an inner strength that we never knew we had and persevere despite the difficulty thrown our way. It's not uncommon to feel like what is on the other side of the wall is unreachable, but when we start to chip away at those bricks one by one, eventually the light starts to come through and what we need begins to reveal itself. It's not an overnight process, but if we find the courage and strength to see it through, the reward on the other side of the wall can be more than we ever imagined. And we all know that trying to climb that wall is not easy. Um, sometimes it's things that we've gone through or things that, we're, things that we're facing that just are enormous. And it takes a lot of courage to get over the wall and experience what's on the other side. And so this next message was titled, You Can Walk Through That Wall of Fear. Living life can be an amazing experience if we just give ourselves the chance to take advantage of what it has to offer. We often have unfulfilled dreams, desires not granted, or wants not realized, simply because we're too afraid to take the steps necessary to see those things through. Our fear of what will be required of us, and most of all, our fear of failing and not achieving our goal, serves as a barrier between us and what we want. You often hear that nothing in life comes easy. To an extent, that is true. Many times I've made the effort to conquer that fear only to have obstacles thrown in my way that make it even more difficult to break through that fear barrier. Sometimes they are natural occurrences. While sometimes I think they are tests to determine if what I seek is truly deserved or if I'm ready for what I'm asking for. It's almost as if the thing I want is preceded by a test of my will and strength to determine whether I'm even capable of handling what I'm asking for. A real problem arises when we've tried and failed so many times, we let fear become the only reason we no longer make the effort. We've been bitten so often that we figure it isn't worth it anymore because we believe our chance of success is low. Why even try in the first place? That is where we make our mistake. When we realize that tests and failures are what build the strength and courage to persevere, even in the face of adversity, it's only then that we have the tools we need to conquer fear and ultimately achieve our goals. We are not always going to be successful, and we are not always going to know the reason why we were not. The roadmap of life is full of twists and turns that often lead us down paths we never imagined. Every one of those journeys becomes a stepping stone to building a stronger and more meaningful existence if we only have the will to face what may come our way and make that wall of fear less strong. Everything you've ever wanted is sitting on the other side of fear. So go for it. And as we look at all of these things and we focus on ourselves and we try to be better and we try to do things that help us navigate our life path in a way that makes life more meaningful and special, it's important to remember, as I titled this next message, that the next second belongs to you. Something magical happened. You've reached the point in your life where, from this moment forward, you are facing the beginning of anything you want. Everything that happened before you heard this is in the past, and every second after contains moments that you can make whatever you want them to be. Have you wanted to do something to change your life? Take up a hobby? Read a book? Start exercising? Or just make life something different than it's been? Well, here's your chance. That's because we control our own destiny, and every second that comes next can be ordinary or extraordinary. That alone should keep us from being afraid of the future and help us embrace it, celebrate it, 
and put things in place that we need to make the next parts of our life truly special. We often spend so much time beating ourselves up for what has happened that we never give ourselves the opportunity to make life different. Either that, or we allow people to do the beating up for us and spend all our time focusing on them and not what we are capable of. Our ability to navigate our lives and leave the past behind while using it as a guide for our future is what determines just how ours our life is going to be. I often tell my spouse as I'm going to bed at night that it's one of my favorite parts of the day. The reason I say that is that I go to sleep closing the chapter on what is past and look forward to a new morning where I can make the next day anything I want it to be. It's not because I'm depressed and don't want to deal with the world. It's because I know that those few hours that come between dusk and dawn are going to re-energize me and give me the strength to make tomorrow mine. As we strive to make our life ours, we must avoid our old enemy, self-doubt. It is rare that anyone can be as hard on us as we are on ourselves, and that often prevents us from moving forward. There's a powerful quote I've heard that I like to repeat. I'm never going to say I can't do it. I'm never going to say maybe. I'm never going to say I think I can. I can and I will. And that is the mantra we all need to make sure that the next moments we face are those that we make our own. And there you are, another episode of Mornings with Ron. I can't tell you how much I enjoy this time with you. You know, sometimes I need to read my own stuff to be able to uh, remind myself of the things that I try to portray and the things I try to help other people understand as they navigate their life. And I'm human just like everyone else. And we have those things that happen not only in life, Uh, but uh, in our work environments, in our home environments that try to pull us off that course of the life that we want to live. The key is to see it, focus on it, recognize it, and do the things that we can to try to fix it to make it better. We only get a certain number of days, and of course, we have no guarantee that tomorrow is going to come. And with all the things going on in the world that makes us uh, take a look at how important each day we have is at this very moment. So with that, I hope something that I've said in one of these messages is something that you can use to help you navigate your life path. I hope that it brings either a smile to your face or some warmth to your heart. And as you go out into this great big world of ours this week, please be the reason that someone smiles. Mm -hmm.